And I think a good uh, comparison would be really to have uh, to the fact that we have all seatbelts uh, in the cars, right, when driving, and nobody is actually uh, even thinking about that. Everyone is putting the seatbelts uh, on uh, before actually the accident happens, right? And then we have the right protection. So I think it's really similar when it comes to contract management. Hi, everyone. Um, welcome to the Contract Management Podcast. Uh, I'm Mani Agrawal. I'm a director in Capgemini and lead the contract compliance and optimization practice. Uh, today, we are going to talk about contract management and how organizations can benefit from an effective contract management uh, uh, contract management solution. Along with me, I have Agnieszka Kimmel, who is the global head of contract compliance and optimization based in Poland. Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be part uh, of this podcast. Thank you, Aga. And I also have Radek Kowalski, who is the contract management consultant, largely responsible for contract management, contract transformation project, and he's also based in Krakow. Hi, everyone. I hope that we will convince you that contract management is not as complex as you think it is. Thank you. Thank you, Radek. Thank you, Agnieszka. Um, so I'm going to start with a with question to, to Agnieszka about contract management. So, Ignishka, often we hear that contract management is is for the for the legal teams to do, and business has no role to play. And so, what what organizations should really interpret when they want to do a contract management? Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Mani. I think it's uh, it's a really valid question. For me, uh, when we talk about uh, contract management, we actually talk about uh, the entire contract contract life cycle. And um, it's it's really about having the visibility over the contracts, especially about uh, the contractual commitments. And it's also uh, to make sure that at the end of the day, we have a profitable uh, um, performance of uh, our contracts. Sure. And who should uh, Radek really, really manage the uh, contracts? So is it legal? Is it business? So who should really do it? Because... Whenever I talk to the customer, they say how to do it and who should do it. And they feel it's really the legal job, but but legal is so busy in the negotiations, they, they don't really uh, manage the contract. So what are your thoughts on this? Well, definitely legal should be involved in contracting and this is still their role to manage the contracts. However, given that we are now creating the long-term relationship with the suppliers, it's mainly on the business side to really get uh, into the contract, really understand what's in it, how the service should be described, what are the expectations, and so on. So from my experience, the contracts are being managed mainly by sourcing teams, by procurement teams, and by the business itself, because uh, this is their relationship, this is how they want that uh, partnership to be designed, and this is the reason why they definitely should be involved in it. The legal com- comes into the part... Uh, only in the very extreme situations where uh, we need to go to the court or there's uh, some complex extension uh, or some uh, non-compliance to the service or to the requirements. But on a daily basis, the teams who are really managing that are procurement sourcing and the business. 
And to be honest, I think this is really where contract management uh, comes in uh, to the picture, because uh, having in mind that we have so many stakeholders, so we have uh, sourcing, procurement, business, uh, legal teams, and sometimes also finance, uh, HR involved, I think contract management should be um, let's say the uh, the team who is actually making sure that everyone uh, works well together and who is actually making sure that uh, all of them follow uh, what is written in the contract. So I think uh, contract management um, has really the unique skills to to understand uh, the language of uh, all these functions and at the end of the day, making sure that... Um, we have uh, the, we get the most out of uh, the contracts we have in place. Sure, uh, and I think I, I agree with you, Nishka. But but what I hear from them, uh, from the people that I talk to, they say that look, let's look at the contract only when things go wrong. Why should we look at the contract now? And contract is more for um, for the legal to look at it. It's not really for the business to look at it because they are there to do do the business. So. The question that, that really comes in, what's the immediate ROI companies will get if they if they spend on the contract management side? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if, if I hear, to be honest, um, uh, somebody saying that uh, uh, actually we should not look into the contract until things go wrong, I think that's, that's really already too late, right? Because uh, as soon as something goes wrong, there is already... Uh, some cost uh, involved and some money um, getting lost that that potentially we could save by having a good contract management in place. And I think a good uh, comparison would be really to have uh, to the fact that we have all seatbelts in the cars, right, when driving, and nobody is actually uh, even thinking about that. Everyone is putting the seatbelts on uh, before actually the accident happens, right? And then we have the right protection. So I think it's really similar when it comes to contract management. And also from my perspective, uh I think that over the last five years, that situation slightly changed. And this is now uh, the trend in the market that the contract lifecycle management is being observed as the valuable part of the organization. Uh, Because just like Agnieszka said, previously it was just a legal team. The contract was signed. It was somewhere in the draw. Uh, Nowadays, I think that also the business is more involved in contracting itself. The contract is designed in a way to really create a field for a good cooperation between the partners. Um, so also from this perspective, they are expect, expecting some return on investment from the contract lifecycle management. And this is where teams like ours come to the part, right? Uh, we have technology to support it, to reduce the manual effort over it. Uh, the obligations should be tracked in a timely manner. And this is the contract management team who really does that. And this is how also they can uh, avoid expenditure in the financial manner. Sure. No, I think I, I think I can relate to what what, what you're saying. But um, Redick, to, to to your point and and what we hear from from the people, um, almost to to all the people that I talk to, uh, they tells me that um, okay, um, let's do contract management. But how do we really start? I mean, is it really on the buy side? Is it really on the sell side? So where can they see the maximum? Um, ROI uh, and and how quickly you see from a transformation 
perspective that uh, how, how, what are the typical timelines that you that you really look at and i think uh, here i i think rather can talk more about the details but for me it would really depend on the organization right and uh, the answer will not be the same uh, depending on uh, the type of uh, industry the companies are coming from and also depending on uh, really what what they do on on a daily basis right what what is their business uh, and the business model and definitely also depends on the maturity of the organization right if they are really ready um, to transform the contract lifecycle management you mentioned at the very beginning that mainly it was uh, managed by the legal teams uh, this is still the case in some of the organizations that are looking towards transforming contract lifecycle management uh, and those departments are still quite powerful in the organizations so uh, in this kind of situations, we usually start with just setting up the process for them, for uh, just the document retention obligations tracking, just to convince them that it really works. It's not something which is uh, magic. We really can do that. And then when the organization matures, we can talk about uh, creating templates, uh, implementing additional tools to do that and to support this process. And then really decide if we want to focus on sell side, buy side, uh, if we want to support the negotiations or is it just a matter of going through the vendor management processes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one last question I, I really have when you said it depends on the buy side and sell side and other, you saying that it depends on the um, on the organization to organization. But um, but I think my, from from my perspective and I think from for uh, especially for the for the audience. So is there a total contract value or TCV you look at before you do uh, your transformation or is it that you start from from like anything? So is there a benchmark that you do? All right, let's look for the top 20 spend or top 20 buy. So where do you see the most of the value coming in? Well, IACCM study shows that this is around, the ROI is around 20% of the value of the contract or the revenue of the organization. And they should reach to that number between a half a year and a year from the transformation start. So this is what we can say basing on the average numbers. However, just like you said, each organization is unique. It also depends how heavily they want to do the transformation, what tools are involved and what really uh, will be the effort that will be reduced in the future. And we can estimate that basing on our data. Yes, and, and I think another another point really to, to add to that is that uh, of course if we if we talk about uh, the ROI and we look from the percentage perspective so of course if we look at the biggest contracts right in terms of TCB the savings should be uh, let's say the um, the highest coming from from those contracts on the other hand side uh, we often talk to the clients and they mention to us that they have uh, some problematic contracts sometimes it's not really dependent on the tcv so we might also have a situation where uh, actually if we start from the let's say trouble uh, contracts then we can get immediately more um, um, roi out of uh, out of these contracts but i think again it, it would uh, all depend on on the organization and um, how quickly they want to start how quickly they want to see the uh, returns on investments and and what's really the the target sure I, and i think this is this is all good and i hope 
this will provide audience some understanding of why they should do the contract management and how um, how it will bring value to the organization and, and perhaps some points on whether they should go for the buy side or sell side and how they can do the contract management transformation in the in the respective organizations. So thank you, Agnishka and Radek, uh, for, for your valuable insights. I think from, from the technology perspective, uh, listeners, uh, please stay tuned. We will be uh, doing a, another podcast talking about technology, artificial intelligence and machine learning. Uh, in the meantime, if you have any questions, you can follow Capgemini Business Services Twitter handle or even Agnishka or my Twitter handle, which will be in the description below. Thank you.